This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. This is the ALC Daily Podcast, and my name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. We've been talking about Jesus' revolution, how revival brings hope to people who need God's mercy. And we're going to talk about mercy from the Beatitudes, because Jesus said, Matthew 5, 7, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Now, I've always read that backwards. <laughs> say, well, I want to receive mercy. What do I got to do to get it? Yeah. And the answer is, blessed are the merciful. You're doing that backwards math. That's uh-huh. the sign that you're a parent right there. It, it is like, a sign like, that I'm a parent. Uh, we got to we got to be there at 9.30, which means we need to do this at 9.15 and this uh, at 9.05. That's, how, that's, that's right. <laughs> I, I, that's a skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you are if you manage people at all or yeah. any, any people, yeah. Backwards math. Have, backwards math works good with scripture. Have you ever done the opposite backward math is, is, uh, is that, you know, those that are not merciful <laughs> will not receive mercy. <laughs> you have done it. I can oh, tell oh, you yeah. have. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, you know, Jesus Revolution is a movie. We recommend everybody uh, watch that when you oh, yeah. are, are able. And um, But revival brings hope to people who need God's mercy. Um, you know, do you... Uh, here's a, I thought of this as, a, as an introductory thought is, uh, you know, what... What comforting drugs are you willing to take? <laughs> Am I willing Most to take? people are willing to take some comforting drugs okay. one way or another. Mm. I'll tell you mine while you're thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm willing to take naproxen, <laughs> Tylenol, and aspirin. Yeah. Ibuprofen doesn't do much for me yeah. anymore, but I'm willing to, if, if it's bad enough, I will take yeah. up to two naproxen. Yeah. And, uh, can, to, I, yeah. can I tell you uh-huh, something? Yeah. Uh-huh. I hate medicine yeah all forms of mm-hmm. it yeah uh-huh. uh, it's just a personal thing i don't know why i don't yeah. like the pills uh i'm in a place with my personal health where i have to take pills all the time and it's, yeah it's the worst i do it, not like it it is the worst um, yeah so uh i i would be willing to take tylenol if my headache's bad enough mm-hmm. yeah but right now i'm required to take uh some pills for my heart yeah and i would like to not have to take this <laughs> you so know every, everybody's I, got their level I, i'm willing i'm just begrudgingly willing <laughs> see I, see i'm i'm willing to take and an, any one of those um temporarily yeah but i'm not willing to to have a lifestyle where i need to take a, a naproxen a day yeah. or a yeah. tylenol a day yeah, that's rough and a, you know what i'm saying so if that's if i'm mm. I, if i get to that level i'm i go and say what needs to change in my life that i yeah. don't need that yeah that pill a day you know you know uh i'll tell the larry stock still story Uh-oh, because yeah, it's uh-huh. always impactful oh yeah for I, me. Ooh, I know this one <laughs> <laughs> so larry uh did a lot of golfing um just in ministry and so it, it was to the people he was ministering the best way to relate to them was on the golf course mm-hmm. so he's doing all this golfing and uh he's taking this ibuprofen he's starting to get a little older and so he's taking this ibuprofen to uh, deal with his back pain, back mm-hmm. and shoulder pain, just yeah. from golfing. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, it didn't take, but, you know, I'm a young guy. Mm-hmm. It didn't take but a few hours of swinging that mm-hmm. golf club before yeah. your back starts hurting. Yeah. Right. Uh, especially if you're not maybe getting a little frustrated yeah. in there. Uh-huh. You know, it makes it a little worse. Well, he's taking ibuprofen, and I think, what did he say? He got up to taking like six of them, something crazy like that, because he was just having that level of back pain. Yep. Well, he later learned that when you're dehydrated, it doubles the strength of whatever medicine that you're taking. <laughs> that might be specific to ibuprofen, I don't know. Uh, but it doubles the strength. So you're supposed to stay really hydrated when you take these pills. Well, 
you're sweating on a golf course. <laughs> his kidneys shut down, and he gets hospitalized because <laughs> he he's thought taking, he was going to die. He was taking I mean, too it, much. It, it, was, it was a risk. It was a bad thing because he's taking too much ibuprofen. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, you, yeah. You know, you you hear those warnings about yeah. how it can mess with your kidneys. Well, yeah. his kidneys actually went down. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they, you know, it was a miracle that he got him. He needed a prayer miracle to get his kidneys yeah. uh, back up and running again after yeah. that. You know, so he he tells pastors, "Don't do that." Yeah, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, um, you know, and you know, when we're talking, but you're talking to pastors here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, others are into comfort drugs like marijuana. Yeah prescription, yeah. painkillers, yeah. uh, narcotics, yeah. uh, Xanax, uh, all of the anti-anxiety pills that yeah. people take, all of the all of the depression medications that people are on. Yeah. All of these are comfort drugs is yeah. what they are. Yeah. But Jesus said, blessed are the merciful for they shall receive mercy. Well, revival, when it comes, is often like a comforting drug. Mm. But... You know, it's only the desperate that need the comforting drug. That's the issue, is that only the desperate need, people want it, need it. Those who don't aren't, aren't feeling desperate, it's a pain in the butt yeah. at that point to yeah. them, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, therefore, revival hits people two ways. It hits those that need mercy. Mm. They drink it up. Yeah. Just like you know, like yeah. they are haven't haven't drank water for three days. They just yeah. drink that water, right? Yeah. yeah. But those that um, don't aren't feeling the need, yeah. they're just looking at this saying, "You're going to get my clothes wet." Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it was in Jesus's day. Yeah. Is the same thing, right? Okay. So then, the question is, um, how do we position ourselves to make mm. sure that a we're always merciful? Yeah. And B, we always need mercy. Yeah. Well, I think about the parable that Jesus used of the workers in the field. And there were the workers that got there early in the morning, and they worked all day long. And there were the workers that showed up in the 11th hour, Hmm. and they worked for that final hour, and uh, they got paid the same wages as the Hmm. ones that have been there since early in the morning. Hmm. And that's offensive if you think about especially from our American context, Hmm. of what do you mean? I put in 10 times the work as this individual. And uh, that statement right there is the exact problem. Uh, Jesus paid our debt knowing that we would never be able to do anything to Mm. repay it. Mm. Absolutely nothing. Mm. We could never do anything so good to earn it. Mm. We could never do anything so bad that it wouldn't be available to Mm. us. And so we have to eliminate, and this is the this is mercy, is to eliminate the works associated, good or bad, with trying to achieve a certain standpoint. And you have to realize this is a totally undeserving reward mm. that I did not earn. I cannot earn. I cannot make God love me more. I cannot make him love me less. Mm. It has already been given to me free, ready for the taking. It's just up to me whether I'm going to embrace it or not. You know, something you can do with that, let's say you're a long-term, stable believer in Christ, and you don't need as much mm. mercy as mm. that other guy, right? Yeah. Get involved in a Peter project, mm. and you'll yeah. find you need mercy again. What is a Peter project? I watched on The Chosen, Jesus stepping on the water, walking on the water, and there's a storm going. The disciples are afraid they're going to die in the boat. And Peter says, Lord, if that's really you, 
command me and I will walk on the water with you. Mm. That's a Peter project right there. Yeah. Get involved in a Peter project. And what will happen is you'll do something you've never done before, a faith project that you that is bigger than you, and you'll find yourself needing mercy again. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Peter's, yeah. you know, Peter's first attempt at walking on the water is uh, he walked yeah. a few steps and then yeah. he sunk. Yeah. And he said, Lord, help me. Yeah. Right? Well, so here's the question. If you're not sinking every once in a while, are you really living by faith? No. <laughs> that was a quick answer. Wow, you almost didn't even let me finish that sentence. The answer's no. The, it's a solid no. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're not sinking every once in a while, yeah. no, you're not. So what if all the things, you know, so it's required for us to have faith, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what if all the things we have believed for, we have? Do we have faith anymore? No. At, because, at that point, you can have faithfulness, but you're not. You you're, have you know, it. You've yeah. already received it. Yeah. And so God is always looking to give us a faith project. And when you pursue a faith project, by golly, you need some mercy involved in your life. <laughs> and if you're struggling with what... Because you're going to screw it up. <laughs> it, yeah. And if you're struggling with what is that? Well, let me tell you, God's a big God. Mm-hmm. And all you got to do is say, like Peter, Lord, if that's you... Can I get involved in that? Mm. Let me tell you, he's a big God. And within a short amount of time, you'll be involved in something that you just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. But God is involved with you. Um, let me go back to the movie and close with a scene in, from the movie, The Jesus Revolution. What that looked like for them, this back in the 60s and 70s, is a, it was a small, secure, fine, stable church. All these young people started getting radically saved, and and uh, but radically saved doesn't mean they're discipled. So they're they're coming in the church, and the pastor invited them in, and pretty soon half the church is is hippies on one side, and the staple people are on the other side, and um, and it got to where he had to make a stand. The pastor had to make a stand, and it's a true story of a real pastor, and he said, "Here's the new policy of the church." The church doors are always open, but it works both ways. Mm. People can always come in. They can always leave. But people can always leave. Yeah. So church doors are always open. So at that, a group of stable, giving, tithing people got up and left. Mm. But then there's this old guy. How would you like to be recorded in history as the guy that got up and left? Oh, there is a lot Ouch. of these records in history <laughs> of the guys that got up and left. Ouch. A lot of them. <laughs> Trust me. It's just that, you know, <laughs> but there's a lot of these guys. And so, but, but in the midst of it, there's this old guy and the old guy, his friends are getting up and leaving because he's, they're not going to be a part of this hippie church. Yeah. And so they're getting up and leaving and he stands up and he's, what am I going to do? Am I going to follow my friends, mm-hmm. the stable people, the tithing people, the, my, the, the people that I'm comfortable with? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to embrace what God is doing? Yeah. And in the movie, and I bet it actually, because when this kind of a move is happening, it usually is this dramatic. Mm. The guy looked around and made his decision and stepped over there and actually went and sat mm. with yeah. the hippies. Yeah. You know, it didn't change their smell. Yeah. It didn't change their dirt. <laughs> and he had a suit on. Yeah. And he went and sat with the hippies. Yeah. Now, at that point, 
you're walking on water. <laughs> How do you help these people? Mm-hmm. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You're walking on water at that point. So that's our encouragement. If you, if blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. If you're finding yourself saying, "Well, Lord, I'm stable. Got to do it." Well, we'll get involved in one of God's projects where you don't know what you're doing, and all of a sudden you'll find yourself needing mercy mm. again, and you'll be given mercy to get it. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us at our new service times at 9.30 a.m. and still for our live stream or in person at 11 a.m.